It is amazing how confused everyone seems to be about women's sexuality, including women. Women's magazines are constantly giving advice about how women can better please their men and where to find the products to help them do it, while women's TV bombards us with horror stories about how terrible men are. And thrown in the middle of all this, we have myriads of dazzling female sex symbols, supposedly forging a path for our total sexual empowerment. So, why are increasing numbers of women reporting an overwhelming uninterest in sex? Why isn't sex fun for women anymore? In my opinion, these self-proclaimed representatives of female sexuality in the media are alienating women sexually by exploiting them, tearing down their self-esteem, and raising their expectations of themselves to unattainable highs, while lowering their expectations of men to ridiculous lows. When a popular female icon starves herself, alters herself, misrepresents herself, sells herself, exploits herself, etc., she is contributing to the overall standards that influence how women are viewed by men and how they view themselves. It is my belief that to really empower women sexually— or in any other part of their life for that matter, we need to stop trying to control or change them. We must accept them exactly as they are. When women feel good about themselves, they feel better about sex. Sex is not a market that is cornered by a select few. All women have it within them to be sexual, although it lies dormant in many of us because of the damage done by our culture and media. It can be reawakened, but only through total acceptance of who we are. We need to feel safe being sexual, without the fear of being exploited, changed, categorized, punished, shamed, or degraded. I thought erotic stories written especially for and about women might help, and the results of my efforts are the stories you find here. They are based on the real fantasies of women, as they are, without censure, do not be alarmed if you find a fantasy or two that is not quite correct from every point of view. Bear in mind that I have carefully selected these fantasies from the most popular according to my research. Accepting these fantasies will not harm the movement for women's equality, since equality can be achieved only through acceptance. And so, I have accepted and even embraced women's fantasies, and written about them as honestly and fully as I was able. Keeping in mind that I was writing for women, I empowered my heroines in ways that would not compromise the fantasies or the reader. Recognizing her desire for romance, I added passion and tenderness to make the sexual fantasies more meaningful. I forbore the tendencies so many writers have to make their heroines unnaturally beautiful and perfect, the male characters carry more than their share of the fantasies, and the female characters are written so that the reader can easily imagine herself into the starring role. The stories are highly erotic, but completely without the profanity and vulgarity that often accompany sexual material. The characters are the long-ago friends that most of us grew up with in Grimm's and other fairy tales. In place of the old, outdated maxims of the original fairy tales, I have slipped in a few modern adages of my own. Naturally, it was not possible to include every woman's fantasy in this book. I chose only the most common and straightforward for my fairy tales, 
and I hope that those of you who are more original and creative than the rest of us will forgive me for leaving yours out. Every fantasy is not for everyone, but it is my own personal fantasy that you find the stories exciting and entertaining. Thank you for reading Enchanted, Erotic Bedtime Stories for Women.